That's a real one in your reflection Without a follow, without a mention You really piping up on these You gotta be nice for what to these all right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing a spit of the one and twos. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Today's show is being presented by Dosecchi's Get a Dose. All right, keeping it moving before I get finished my Giannis take. Uh, we've got Matthew Reyna who's checking in with us on Facebook Live. He says, how much is a future? I'll cover next round. They're going to roll tonight. First of all, Matthew, you don't you don't want to know what the future was on a five on, on a Lakers and five because you throw up your lunch. But I make a deal with you. If they do it tonight, they close at five, we will research to see what that future. We'll find it somewhere if you went out and basically predicted that Lakers were going to beat Golden. Because I'll tell you right now, I'll sit there and say you would have easily got that somewhere in the desert because you're not going to find that too much on offshore book accounts. But you could have found that somewhere in the desert. I would have said probably at pre, pre before game one is played in this series, easily would have been at, 20 to 25 I would say anywhere from probably about 20 to 30 to 1 I would say and 5 like probably like plus at least plus 2000 plus 2500 but we'll find out if they if it, if they make it happen tonight what you well, got? well even if it were to happen uh plus 210 if you try to call a series right now cuz you can you can still get 4-1 Five one, you get Warriors coming all the way back. Uh, plus two ten, there to yeah, pull it that off. That ain't tonight. nothing. Hey, if it's still plus two ten, that'll let you know. I'm talking pre flop, man. I'm talking about like Matthew was saying this before the, we played game one. Matthew chimed in. That's why I remember. I got this on the tape. I laughed. He made me laugh. I very rare do I laugh at a take on like you know over a live mic. Even if I think it's crazy and it's dumb, over the years I've kept my laughter in. I'll be like, oh, really? That was when I was like, okay, go put a future on it then. And now you're just one game away. So now, plus 210, now when you get in on, see if those, no, I'm talking about pre flop, man. I'm talking about just diving in the pool before you even see what, before the ball is even tipped up in game one. That's the odd I'm talking about. 877 37 grind. All right, back to Giannis. So, um, yeah, so Giannis, and welcome to the score in Lubbock out there. They probably got Rangers baseball anyway, but if you're listening to on sportsgrindonline.com, welcome. But I will tell you, we've really pretty much been talking about the recap of last night's NBA action and then what we got on the preview tonight. And I finished last segment talking about an Instagram post that Giannis put saying that I'm tired of the dis- first team all defense disrespect. I'm putting the league on notice. I'm coming. Giannis, you in timeout right now, buddy. You got beat by the eighth seed as the number one overall seed. Now, what's crazy to me, because I've already thought about this the other night. I'm like, you know what? You know, they let go Bud. But what if Miami ends up going all the way to the finals and either ends up winning it? But even though, does that make that feel better? Like, hey, man, we, we're the number one seed, but we lost to the team that beat everybody. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I thought about that. But to Giannis, stop it. Stop it, Giannis. That nobody disrespects you, man. The disrespect was when you couldn't hit a free throw. You still really can't sometimes, but you've gotten better. The disrespect was when you kept, you kept like, you, Giannis used to play like Randall. 
on the Knicks tonight. Just charge, charge, charge. He still gets them, but he's played better. You can't defend Giannis anymore. Just let's just build a wall. Let's stop him out. Okay? Can't do that anymore. But Giannis had another tweet the other day. And it was kind of more of a message to Coach Bud, like, hey, we enjoyed history together. We made some history together. Good times, Coach. This and this, whatever. If I was Coach Bud, and I don't even know if Coach Bud is on social media or not, but if I had my personality and I was Coach Bud, if I was on social media, I would have went there and I would have put those rolling eyes emojis and that gas face emojis. Like, man, don't give me, you know, oh, we made some memories together. I know, Coach, this and that. When your ass signed for this. You co-signed for it. Everybody knows that. I'm, at least I know it. And let me clarify that. I'm not saying Giannis went to the front door like, hey, man, get him out of here. I don't want to play for him anymore. I want him gone. This is ridiculous. We lost in the first round. No, that did not go down like that. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is when you are in the – when you are in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and you play for the Bucks, and you are the face of – the franchise and is going to go down right behind the cap. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is being the best Milwaukee Buck player of all time. When they make a change like this, especially after winning a championship just two years ago, they're going to sit there and say, hey, Giannis, we've had these conversations. You know, we're having a turnover. What do you think? We're thinking about making a change at coaching. What do you think about that? Well, he could have easily just sit there and say, well, does it make Coach Bud a failure just because we lost in the first round? It doesn't make him a failure. Before I got here, the GM, the GM previous to that, when they lost in the round, did they make them a failure? Then why would, we make, why would we fire him if it's not a failure? He could have said that, but that's not how that conversation went. How that conversation, yep, it's okay with me. My brother's okay with it too. If, if that, because if Co if he wanted Coach Bud still coaching, Bud would still be there, and we would be keeping his ass away from the two one zero. Thanks, Giannis. Thanks, but don't come in here with this fake slide slide in the first base. Oh, thanks for the memories, Coach. Thanks, we did this, this, and this, and then you follow that twenty four hours, forty eight hours. Hey, I'm gonna put the league on notice. I'm tired of the disrespect. First team, sit down, man. You're 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 gone. And I and I like Giannis, but he's going to have to win another one before I ever let him live it down for that damn press press conference. After that whole, I'm gonna send a positive message, speak to this reporter. Stop it. What do you got? First off, I want to give you props on your Giannis uh, impression. That was one of your better ones. Okay. I want to say it was great. I don't no. want to go that far, but it was yeah. it was one of your better ones. Yeah. I'm no Frank Caliendo. I do sports talk radio. I'm not Frank Caliendo, but I can improvise here and there. Go ahead. Um, but and, and and even so, I do think it's a little bit harsh to I, I will say and again, Giannis uh, fan. Exactly. Put that disclaimer um, out there, man. A, a little harsh to to put the loss all on him for being injured. I'm not saying um, that through that series. Um, but when you look at Bud. And you know we had we did have the all def defensive teams come out, and while Giannis got snubbed, and you could kind of argue about that as to who's ahead of him, but there was still you know once again Drew Holiday and Brooke Lopez, two Milwaukee Bucks, 
players, the other two, two of the four pieces of their of their big quad or whatever, their starting five, but um, that they, they make first team all defense. So when you have and Chris Middleton has been up there. Obviously, he's missed a lot of time this over, over the regular season hurt, and then the Giannis snub. But you've got four great defenders. I mean, wherever Bud lands after this is not going to be like the position in the spot that he had with these Bucks. Um, but even though whoever the Bucks replace him with, I, I think that it's going to be difficult to kind of get because, as you've said before, as far as the keeping building of the wall around San Antonio to keep him out. Um, you know, he, he does drive the defensive side of the ball a bit more because he is a little bit more up from that, you know, fresh from the pop tree. He's not so many branches off. He's pretty direct. Uh, look, look, first of all, let me clear. I know I'm not putting this loss all on Giannis of them losing in the first round. Yes, he missed two games. What, two games a series or one, two? Uh, again, he okay. basically missed three games because he went down first quarter of game one. Right. Look, what I no, I'm not blaming him all for the series loss. What I'm blaming for, first of all, styles make fights. Milwaukee, I've been look, I've been questionable about coaches Bud's coaching capabilities since he showed up there. The championship kind of said, okay, man, I guess I got to call him a champion. They did it. I've been skeptical since he's got there. But the point is, is that with that roster and the experience of the way they were in the number one seed, you were supposed to beat Miami regardless. Okay, that's that's just the reality. I mean, you should be playing the Knicks. Like I said, Boston has put it in my opinion. You can't prove this, but Boston has put it on cruise control when they found out Milwaukee was basically out. They thought they were going to have a a, a, clue, a a clear path to get Shawshank redemption. What I'm saying is that, first of all, there's no, that to me, it's a mentality. Okay? They lost to the Heat because of the mentality of the culture. And I think that's the reason why Bud's not there. It's like, look, man, we got to be tougher than that. And Giannis needs to be a little bit tougher. Look, if you polled 30 GMs in the NBA, and that whole question goes, if you had to start a franchise with one player right now, who would it be? Uh, Giannis ain't nowhere falling past second. He's either number one, either people saying Giannis, or either somebody, two, Giannis. So I know I'm not diminishing Giannis' skills. And the defense, yes, he alters. It's, uh, whoever made first team defense on Milwaukee, who do you say it was? Uh, Brooke Lopez okay. and Drew Holiday both. And did. you know what? I bet you that's why Giannis felt like he had to go push send on this tweet or this Instagram because he's thinking, Brooke? Like, and, 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 and trust me, he got love for Brooke. I'm not saying there's no animosity there, but he's probably thinking like, damn, man, y'all going to pick that big man off me? Of course, everybody on their defense is better because of Giannis. Well, so, Lopez got it for center, of course. Giannis', right. Giannis is positional for awards. Is, but still, is though, but still. I, I still, regardless, they play two different positions. I think it has come down to where Brooke Lopez made it. Like, if it would just been the uh, uh, his other man, he probably would have been like, okay, but a, a big, a big that made it side him. All I'm telling you, and I will tell you this. Now, in defense to Bud, when you say, well, I don't, well, in defense to Bud, you know, I don't know if any coach or where Bud lands somewhere else, they're going to show up. Uh, in defense to Bud, when he showed up, it wasn't like that. I mean, Bud had something to do with developing this team. I don't care whether I think he's suspect a coach. I don't want him coaching down here. And I told you, the reason why I don't want him coaching down here is not so much as I think he's just trash of a coach because he's not. 
But I think it has to do with I want change. Nothing is going to change if he ever takes over this position down here. We will never know if, if it was Pop or the city for free agents. We'll never know that because Bud is not attracting free agents here in San Antonio if he takes over. Everything will be the same. The office, everything left in the eighth will be the same. This is how Pop did it. This way Pop won it. It doesn't matter, and especially because he'll be handpicked with them. I'm not saying I don't want him because I think he's trash. I don't want him or Brent Brown because it's too much of what we've had for 20 years. Give me something different. And I'll tell you one thing. So, but when I say that, I'm not going to say, well, if he goes here, it's not what, hey, it wasn't like that in Milwaukee when he got there. Yes, he had the Greek freak, but he had to coach the Greek freak and coach him. I mean, he did. Uh, last time I checked, it was a lot of flights and a light at the end of the bench while number 21 was over there and Mr. Tim Duncan. Coach Bud got to see firsthand what a big man, what you can do in a system with a big man. So I can poke fun and say all this about Bud. I'm not high on him, but he ain't chopped liver, man. Okay, I mean, that's just I mean, not just keeping it real. So he can land on his feet. He's whatever. I hope he lands on his feet. Just not the two and oh. But anyway, I'm just saying, come on, Giannis, just you, you got to just stay quiet. Any basketball talk. Okay. Okay. I'm not I'm not I'm not going. Um, what's my name? What's my, what's my mom's name? What's her name? Um, I'm not going to go. Laura Ingram on you and just tell you to shut up and dribble. I ain't going to do that. But I will tell you, you lost in the first round, bro. And that's an, I don't need the, like, that's a talk that you want to show up to camp or you want to wait till we crown and like something like, yo, man, I'll just let everybody know for some reason I get disrespected. Uh, okay. But not while we're just, we're not even out of the second round yet. That's all I'm saying. He's got to win another one, man, before I let up. I was on his ass for three or four. Like, hey, man, y'all got to come out. Of it. I had apologized. They did it. All because that one press conference. But I, and I meant to bring this up Tuesday, but we just, it's been so much going on. But I was like, really, man, you're going to send that out publicly to Bud? You should have picked up the phone, but don't put that fake out there, man. You co-signed for it. Why do we want to follow Bud? Is he a failure? Just because we left first round, he got a championship. That means he's a failure. Were you a failure as a GM? We... No. That's that's the Giannis he put out there for you. Yeah. So even Tank agrees with me. 877-37-GRIND. All right. So that's the NBA news going on. Let's transition a little bit to the other bigger news. We talked, well, I don't know. First of all, I don't even think it's big news, and that's also crazy to me because it's flying under the radar. But we talked about it yesterday. And let's switch a little bit, go to college and Bob Huggins. Um, if you missed yesterday's show, you know, we played the audio for you. If you don't know, if you've been on a rock, which I can't even say that because it's not being really covered that big. But Bob Huggins was doing a radio interview and uh, used a gay slur and pretty much caught on a little bit of firestorm, went viral. So. The University of West Virginia said that we we're going to do an investigation. We're looking through. We're aware. And less than 20, 48 hours later, it came out today that they came to their conclusion. We're going to tell him to take a million dollar pay cut. We're going to send him, I think, is to sensitive training classes. The, the, the whole, you know, you know, the one on one when you get caught saying something, you're just going to say, I'm going to go to some sensitivity training classes. And they're going to suspend him. First of all, before I comment on this, what what is the, do they know the length? What is the suspension? Have they said how long the suspension is? Yeah, through uh, ESPN, it's going to be a three-game suspension, the sensitive tr sensitivity training, and a million-dollar salary reduction. 
that reduction is going to take place. You know, his, his contract is being amended from a multi-year agreement to now a year-by-year deal, uh, beginning, of course, you know, May 10th, uh, which is today, um, and ending next April 30th. Um, so his amended salary goes down from he's, instead of 4.2 million, he's making 3.2 million. Okay, this is what I'm going to say about this. Um, good old boy network. Good old boy network. There is nobody else. There, I mean, I can't say there's nobody else. There's a very few people. Well, no, I will say that. There is nobody else that I can think of in the college basketball game or the professional game that can blatantly make those comments on a radio station and go viral with, let me, let me have a disclaimer on this when I say nobody, with the type of success and the win and loss record that Bob Huggins has had like in the last two years to three years at West Virginia. And I'm going to add to that when we get back. 877-37-GRIND. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Scott Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos. We'll be back. Are you ready for a real cocktail? Then crack open a great tasting Zing Zang ready to drink cocktail, like our Bloody Mary with vodka in a can. It's full strength with 9% alcohol and America's number one Bloody Mary mix. Or try our mango margarita crafted with silver tequila and real mango puree. Unlike those hard seltzers, each can is made with premium spirits and real ingredients, just like a bartender made it for you. Zing Zang, always bold, always ready. Go to zingzang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Official sponsor of the Sports Grind. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor. Are you moving around the greater San Antonio area? Choose the storage experts. Tiger Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving an office or the whole family, Tiger Moving and Storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient, prompt, and cost-effective service. To learn more and to secure your portable storage container today, go to ChooseTiger.com. Tiger Moving and Storage, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, <clears throat> spinning the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by Dosecki's Get a Dose. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. 877-37-GRIND is your number. 
to participate. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Pillin Whiskey. Keep in mind, Pillin Whiskey is an oak barrel aged whiskey distilled in Canada using the finest ingredients before bottling glacier fed spring waters added from Mount Hood, Oregon's highest peak. Pillin Whiskey is specifically created to celebrate the bold spirit of independence and hard work ethic. That is Penland Whiskey, which is an official spirit of the Pro Rodeo Cowboy Association and its official whiskey of the Professional Bull Riding Tour, which is the PBR Velocity Tour, and it's an official whiskey of the Sports Grind and an official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 87737-GRIND. All right. So back to uh, Mr. Huggy Bear. I mean, what other coach in any profession – and the, la- and the climate we've been in in the last five years with the record that Huggins has had in the last couple years is going to survive this. It's the good old boy network. Hey, I'll even go one further you. Love it. Let's talk about Mark Adams, former Texas Tech basketball coach. You know, the one that was just fired a few months back for his racial insensitive, uh, insensitive comments. And he offended some black players on Texas Tech. They wasted no time. I mean, they took about, I think they, what, maybe two days. They went, but, hey, and he's an alum. He went there. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and there's other coaches I can give example, but that's the first one that I, you know, came in. Mark Adams, former Lubbock, Texas Tech coach. Out of there. Out of there. So, and look, I have been a Bob Huggins fan. I mean, that's not really what this is about, but it shows you the inconsistency of treatment of different people. And and to me, look, like, and, and again, we have no, and I'll bring it back to my take yesterday. Speaking of Mark Adams, I mean, yeah, you got players there, you got winning, you got practice, but there was no audio to hear of that. So the public didn't even see it. We read it. You got players that were there at the practice and the, that heard him use this language. And he used an example. It was a bad, poor choice of example, but he used an example about slavery. Cost him his job. That million-dollar cut that Bob Huggins did, that's almost like a million-dollar like reduction off of almost bad performance like really man we you, you i mean i understand your name you know, it's a long time ago since cincinnati and everywhere you've been you haven't really performed with us in the last few years i mean he's had some good tournament runs with west virginia i ain't gonna say he ain't never done anything with the tournament but it's all adage what have you done for me lately what do you got i think i think in this case it comes down more down to uh the the locker room itself right adams had used a comparison a bible again allegedly a bible verse um, referencing slavery um, in an attempt to motivate players, if I'm recalling this situation correct. I'm again, kind of being vague here. Um, and you're saying, and you're using that in a, in a locker room full of black athletes. Now, I don't want to presume to know if there's any, you know, gay I athletes. I was just about to say that. How do we not know I, that I, there's not? I, I don't yeah. want to presume to know that there's any gay athletes on the West Virginia basketball team. But. When it comes down to Huggins' role there, it, does, does this 
appear to be a locker room issue at that point moving forward. And I think West Virginia is saying no. Um, you know, this is he used a poor choice of words in, in referencing something. Uh, this is he doesn't he hasn't lost the control of the locker room. He, we don't feel like he's losing. You know, they're losing the players. Well, we don't know and, if he's lost it yet. We're in the middle of all. We're in the summer, right? So, but by by their actions, and we can hear, we can see if West Virginia players or the university or the student body can maybe for, you know attempt to force the university's hand to make a, a more drastic the, action. I hear where you. This is the same thing, man. This is the same thing. It's under the same umbrella. Like, first of all, and, and that's a and I'm not trying to condone what Mark Adams did, but I'm telling you, this is the same, it's under the same umbrella. Cause you're right. I was just gonna tell you, we don't know if they're basically any privately in the closet uh gay athletes or gay basketball players is playing for West Virginia. We don't know that. And there's a chance there could be. And I guarantee you this, there are gay parents, there are gay people that basically go pay money to go see Mountaineer basketball. This is very cut and dry. This is because because the way I look at it, the athletic director, the team president, I could be totally wrong, but what this shows me, and I can make the assumption, and who am I to argue with anybody that feels it, they feel the same way Bob Huggins does. And they're tired of the whole quote-unquote cancel culture. You can't say nothing. Oh, we used to say this in the 90s, and we used to, oh, it is what it is. That's what it tells me, man. There is no way. And I'm just, and like I said, I like Bob Huggins. But I'm just showing the, what I always take the opportunity to do is show the hypocrisy and show that there is a such thing as a good old boy network. And no, not everybody is creating a newsflash. No, not everybody's created equal in this country. And people can get away with things that people can't get away with. Period. I mean, look. Let's look at Chris Beard's situation. We saw what kind of team Texas had. Okay. Now, this is a situation where you got a domestic violence situation. I mean, yeah, I think you had an audio of a 911 call. There's no audio that I've heard of basically this really going down and what happened. But all we know is that, hey, man, that was like the second or third time maybe called from this residence, whatever it took. But they took a while on him, though, a couple of weeks. Gone. What, what, what job did Chris what, what job did Chris Beard just take not too long? Like he's having to start at some smaller job, too, I think. I think he is. My point is, no, Joe, I see what you're trying to uh, say. He took an Ole Miss run. Uh, Ole Miss, not too bad. Still, Again, it's still a big you know, SEC job. No, man, I see what you're saying. No, it is. And there's no – we can't sit there and say we don't know if it's affected the locker room yet. We're in the summer, man. We're, we're, we're having spring ball practice, football, not basketball. We won't go into locker rooms and bas- college basketball till we get to, like, October. September, October, when you're talking about the team really in and activities and camp and all. See, we don't know that yet. And all I'm telling you, if, if let me let me say, if Bob Huggins, if Bob Huggins had a resume in the last five, even the last eight years or seven years, even though it's been some lean years, the last couple of years, if he had a resume of John Calipari, like if this was John Calipari in Kentucky and he went and did a, uh, you know, an interview or whatever like that. And he's telling some experience where he went on the road and they played some joke with them with toys and he calls them the F word and this and all that. 
would it surprise? It, it wouldn't shock me. Surprise? Okay, they they. I would probably say, hey, they're gonna find a way just to suspend him. They wouldn't fire. Uh, oh, that I could see that what Kyler Perry's done to Kentucky. Bob Huggins. When's the last time? And you don't might not have that right now, but we'll get it before we get out of the show. Tell me the last time, really the the what's their tournament record? When's the last time they've? What's the deepest they've gone in the tournament? Let's say in the last four or three years in West Virginia. And really, let me know what the last two years has been back, because that's really what's at the top of my memory. The bottom line is he's part of that good old. You said it yesterday when we did the when we listened to the audio, you could tell the guy hosting the show laughing up. They've got a personal relationship. First of all, West Virginia Mountaineer, it's a tight knit community. Never been up there. Probably wouldn't go. But at the end of the day, it's a tight knit community where everybody knows everybody. And, and maybe that has a lot to do with it. But the, regardless of it is, this is that good old boy. Network. Hey, Bob, you think you need a million dollars? You think that's going to miss you? Know, let's just do this. You know they're going to be on the ass. But you all right, Bob? You all right? And the fact that's crazy to me, and it just shows you the respect where we look at West Virginia basketball right now, this is not even a big story. It's not. Like, I understand we've got, you know, we just came off the draft. That's something we got the NFL schedule released tomorrow. We're in the middle of the playoffs. You know, we've got baseball up and going. I get it. This is this is not even a big story. It Today, it was headlines on a lot of different national sites. Why? Because it's like, hey, man, he's taking a million-dollar pay cut. That's all. There's a majority of people that was going to think we were going to wake up today and the next couple of days, Bob Huggins has been released of his duties. And I, re- like I said, I go back with Bob with Kenyon Martin, man. That's a long time ago. Bob was like about 150 pounds lighter than what he is now. And he was at Cincinnati. I go back with Kenyon Martin when I started paying attention who Bobby Huggins was. But come on, man. What have you done for me to survive that? This isn't like this was at a banquet. This isn't like basically, like I said yesterday, like he's off the record doing an interview and he slips up. Say, hey, man, you know that time? Yeah, they got a bunch of F's down there. No, man, this is like, hey, I'm going to sit there and I'm just I don't care. And also with the results, it's like maybe when I said yesterday, it sounded like you wanted to get fired on purpose. Maybe he knows that hey, ain't nothing going to happen to me anyway. I'm just going to tell you, I'm going to say it because I know a lot of y'all think it, but y'all can't say it, but I can. This man kept his job. And I never like unless it's performance, I don't never like come calling for people's jobs. But if it's performance, I'll sit there and say, yeah, he, this is on the hot seat. Yeah, he's on. Yeah, that. But just to sit there and say, hey, you know, because I wasn't that. It just still doesn't shock me, surprise me that it was that blatant. There's two things. Three, it was that blatant. They didn't fire. And third, this ain't a story that's not even covered. It's not even covered that big. It's not. And trust me, we're in an era where everybody is marching in the streets. Everybody feels like they're being disrespected. Everybody feels like their group is being slighted. Everybody this and that. And I get it. You know, the only thing I can say as an African-American man and my people, we've been in the fight for like 300, 400 years. We've got some other people that's coming to the party in the last 10 years that might be trying to skip the line. But we're in a different climate, man, where everybody feels that's unjust. And they get off a blast like because I can tell you right now, um, if there's any time for the gay community, the LBGT transgender, if it's any time for them to protest and raise totally hell, this would kind of be one. But, you know, another thing was it: who cares about Mountaineer basketball? Now, the question is, if he has the same athletic directors and the same team president 
and let's just keep it in the Big 12. If he's coaching at UT, or let's say if he is coaching at any other school, hell, I would even go Baylor. I get, I don't even think, and especially with the university that they're at, I don't even think the Baylor coach with the success he's had, he just won a national title about three years ago. I don't even think that he could survive this, especially at the university is at. So I'm saying if you take Bob Huggins, you take the same athletic director and the same president, and you put him at a different university, let's say Baylor, he probably they 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 have no choice. It also is a factor that I'm missing to this. Not too many people give a damn about Mountaineer basketball, but it's still hypocritical, and it just shows it's not what you know, it's who you know, and it's a double standard, period. Go ahead. Well, I'm glad you're calling it out um, that way, Cal. Uh, I, I agree. Um, but uh, the last time that the Mountaineers really did anything in the tournament, uh, Final Four in 2009-2010, under Huggins. You said 2001? 2009-2010 uh, uh, was the Final Four. I mean, okay, they've made a, a number four. of tournaments right, right, since right. then. That was a deep But that's run. Okay. the deepest run. And the last two years, what does it look like? Uh, I okay, mean, okay. we made it this year, didn't make it last year. Okay, yeah, that's that's not enough, man. It's a long time from 2009 till we're in 2023, man. No, nah, nah. and, and, and again, this has nothing to really do. It's not really even about whatever his personal beliefs are or whether he likes that community or not or whatever. Look, man, like I've always said, like, hey, you know, the racism that basically is always my butt, made my butt itch is the racism that comes down to business and money. The hell back because you're race, not get the support financially, get the same opportunities as other people and your counterparts of your race. I've always accepted like, look, man, there's just a lot of people that you just not never going to like black people. Can't do nothing about that. Just don't elect affect the business. So to me, this ain't even really about what he feels about that community or what he, if he uses this word privately. This is about he did it publicly where you can't do that if you're anybody. You can't go publicly and call somebody the N-word. You can't sit there and whether you like black people or not, you can't sit there and go call the gay somebody the gay community on a public forum when you're a public figure and use the F-word and get away with it. Not in not in these last five, uh, seven years. Maybe the climate's cooling down. Maybe that's what this is an evidence of. And, and ho I, I'm not saying that's a good thing by any means. Um, but maybe there's just... It could be regionalism, West Virginia... Um, but maybe it's cooling down. Look, man, I mean, we, and, and that's a scary place. Yeah, we. I, I don't know about that. I can see why somebody like you might think that in regards to anybody that feels that. I'm not saying that's where I'm at, thinking it's okay because it's isolated incident. I really think it's about his supporting cast from his athletic director and president, his relations up there. He's been there a long time, and really, it just is what it is. Different climate. I mean, different era, different climate. But I doubt it very seriously. I mean, would Bobby Knight survive this at Indiana? I know he threw the chair, and I know he had the choking incident that finally did him in. Hell, he just now went back to the University of Indiana like this past year or two to get honored. And I think the only reason why he did that is because who's coaching the team? Woodson. I think Woodson played for Bobby Knight at Indiana, if I'm not mistaken. Could Bobby survive this? No. I don't even think even back then. I mean, I gave you the – like, to me, I understand the example you're saying, but I told you, man, Mark Adams, this is in the same neighborhood, man. It's in the same – but we still – we've got kids that heard him in the locker room making this example that was offended by this. But it's the audio, man. It's the, I always go back to the Donald Sterling situation. 
Like people knew Donald Sterling had racial tendencies from people that rented from him, the apartment, comp, the housing authorities that he dealt with, with the properties he owned in California, even the way that he treated Elgin Baylor to what he would do to team, make him pay for Gatorade. <laughs> I mean, he was charging his players for Gatorade. We knew that for a while, but you know what changed the game? When that audio came back. When that young thing set him up. What was that that you said, Donald? God, do you have to bring him to the game? Do you have to parade him around the game? Them. I'm like, damn. I mean, you feel that way, Donald. Like He's saying all that, but got a sister in there. Hey, man, what? Magic. Do you just have to? I'm like, damn, if he don't like magic. What the hell is he saying about Sam Cassell? You know? But the difference was audio. We heard it. TMZ had it. There's audio to this. And you notice the host and nobody else. Okay, Bob. Yeah, okay. I didn't know you told us. No one just paused. No one just basically like, caught, like, oh, did he just say that? Like, hey, okay. I think we're up to a break, Bob. Nice. Hey, good luck this offseason. I'll let you know. Just get out. They let, it's like they wanted to set him up with another alley oop. Crazy, man. Crazy. 877-37-GRIND. All right. Keeping it moving. What else do we got going? Oh, I know what I want to touch on before we get out of the college scene. We're coming up on break. We'll get into it on the flip side before we look into the NFL and some of these leaked games that are coming out. I want to talk about Charlie Baker, which is the NCAA president who is pretty much pushing legislation. First of all, lawmakers to put legislation in to control this NIL situation. And I'm talking about he's called out to lawmaker, big lawmaker names, uh, you know, on this list. Ted Cruz, gosh. I'm like, dude, if it ain't got nothing to do with the Constitution, Ted Cruz don't know what the hell going on. You know, if it ain't about jumping out of the state when everybody's frozen to death, pipes busted, can't take showers in four days. Well, my kids wanted to go on a trip. Well, whatever, Ted. Grandstand. Like, Ted Cruz, first of all, I got a message for the president himself in the NCA going to lawmaker. Y'all know how I feel about this, man, especially with the problems and everything that we got going on in this country. You got the NCA trying to pressure the lobbyists to sit there and control this NIL. We'll talk about it when we get back. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dosakis. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producer, spinning the one and twos. We'll be back. When life sounds too much like this. It's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. 
Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. It's time to warm up that scoreboard and get ready to bring home the win with Specs. Specs has you covered with lower prices on all your favorite fan fuel. From craft beer, rare spirits, and world-class wine to chips, dips, and gourmet finer foods. And with same-day delivery when you order online or through the app, Specs is your MVP for the biggest score of the game. At Specs, the fun starts here. Here's to you, cheers to savings. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here. 